Change careers, break into new industries, transition into new roles, reinvent yourself and make the dent you want. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. And now, here's your host and fellow Second Breaker, Lou Blazer. Hello, my friend. This is episode 15 of the Second Breaks Podcast. And it's Tuesday, August 22nd, as I record this episode, day after the big eclipse. Were you on the total path of the eclipse? I was, and I'm in Florida, so we just had a partial eclipse. So most of the time I was watching it on the um, online NASA coverage with spectacular images. So I hope you got the chance to view some of those spectacular images if you weren't on the on the eclipse path. So anyway, I'm back today with a How to Get Unstuck series. This is a four-part series of episodes where we focus on the as the name suggests, <laughs> how to get ourselves unstuck from dead-end careers and jobs we no longer want. And while some folks may go, well, what's the big deal? Just look for another job. For others, in fact, for many others, it's not quite that simple. And so we're taking some time to talk about how to get unstuck, how to get moving. And we do that by uh, really diving into the root cause, what's getting us stuck to begin with, so that we know exactly what we need to address. Last week, we started with one of those root causes, the lack of doable options. So if you missed that episode, hop on over to secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 14 to check it out. While we're on the subject of checking things out, I also want to mention the Power Move free course that you can sign up for at secondbreaks.com forward slash free course. Successful career moves, especially when you're having to get yourself out of a career rut, require more than simply updating your resume, adding keywords to your LinkedIn profile, or telling everybody in your network that you're looking for a job. I've worked long enough in the business and I've interviewed enough people to understand what it really takes to make this happen. And so if you go to secondbreaks.com forward slash free course, you'll be able to sign up for your individual power move profile and the four steps that will power your career move. Okie dokie, let's get on with today's show. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you'll know that I was a management consultant for many years. I worked for one of the big four consulting firms, and we had mid to large sized companies for clients across all industries. Now, I noticed a subset of our clients fell into a particular category with a particular kind of a problem. These clients hired us not because they didn't have the resources to work on their projects. Most of these companies were on the Fortune 100 list, so they had budgets and people to pour into their plants, so resources were not their issue. It also wasn't because they didn't know what to do or why they should do it. Uh, these, these clients had mission statements and business plans and strategies that tied to their objectives. I mean, what to do and why they have to do it? Not their problem either. You know what they were stuck with? It's that they didn't know how to get it done, how to achieve their business goals, how to get from where they were to their intended destination as it is. And so in fact, the value that my team, the company I was working with provided was the methodology or the approach that best fit these clients' needs, timing, budget, and overall objectives. 
Now I've been working for a few years now with individuals looking to make a change, looking to make a career move, and I've noticed a similar pattern in many of their situations. It's not that these folks didn't know what to do or where to take their careers. Often the problem was how to start and then continue to work on their career goals. Now, this challenge is understandable for for two reasons. First, working on a specific career goal, for example, changing jobs or moving to a new field of work, it's a unique project in and of itself. It's not the kind of thing that we do every day. Um, so chances are you're not an expert in it unless unless you ter- unless you tell me that you're a serial job changer. So maybe you've become a guru in the space, but more than likely, um, it's it's sort of like a new thing that you're having to do. Uh, or, or it's not, even if you've had to do it before, it's not the kind of thing that you do all the time, right? So you don't have all the steps and the processes, you know, in your back pocket. You don't know how. The second reason why this challenge is is uh, understandable or is, is uh, often an issue is that, you know, working on our career goals isn't the only thing vying for our attention. So we have full-time jobs, already takes up a lot of our time. Plus, you know, we have a life that we're trying to live. And working on our career goals require us to perform a set of tasks. And usually these these tasks are separate and distinct from our day-to-day activities. So even if these tasks, these to-dos, would lead us to where we want to be eventually or in the immediate future, still it's a pain to have to tack on everything else, right? So all these bring me to the second reason why we get stuck in jobs we no longer like or careers that aren't really working for us anymore. It's what I call the know-how gap. It's a gap in our knowledge on how to get going with our career goals. So how do we diagnose that this is the issue that we're running into? The know-how gap is the easiest of the I'm stuck because reasons. For real, it is the easiest. The problem or the hard part is determining that it is in fact the challenge or the reason that you're stuck. Often I find that the simpler the root cause, the harder it is to diagnose because the dang thing is hiding behind some other more exciting problem to solve, right? It's like we're looking at this and it's like, it can't be, this can't be, it can't be this simple, right? It's, it's sort of like the, the, the narrative running in the back of our minds. It's almost like we're looking for, for a sexier, more complicated issue that we're running into. I like saying, don't solve a problem you don't have. We don't have the time. We're busy as it is. Solve the problem that you have. So here are some questions that you can ask yourself to see if this is in fact the the issue, the know-how gap is in fact the issue that you're running into. So think of the career goal that where you feel stuck or actually any any project for that matter. Think of any project that you have where you feel stuck. Do you have it in your mind? Okay. Then ask yourself Do I know what my end goal really is as it relates to this project? Do I know what I want to achieve? 
Do I have competing priorities? Do I and honesty is key here in this last question. Do I often have a difficulty starting or finishing a project, any project, on my own? If you answered yes to these questions, the know-how gap is likely to be the reason that you're stuck. And the way to fix it is simple. So how do we solve the know-how gap? I promised it is simple and it is, except that I think that you're going to roll your eyes when you hear it. And I know how to solve it. Come up with a plan. Come up with a plan and stick to it. I know, I know. Stop rolling the eyes. Coming up with a plan is a no-brainer. It's also not the sexiest advice to hear. But, you know, as much as it is a no-brainer, not very many people come up with a plan. Seriously. Um, someone once told me that he wanted to get into the C-suite in a couple of years' time. So he wanted to be part of the, you know, executive team in a company. So I asked him, you know, what his plans were. How did, that, how did he plan to, to get there? And uh, nothing. No plans. You know, being picked by someone. Being noticed by one of the higher-ups. Catching a unicorn. Crossing the room was the plan. So seriously, we say this all the time. Sure, come up with a plan, but we don't do it. We don't do it. But if the know-how gap is the issue that you're running into, if, if that's the reason why you're not able to get unstuck or move forward with your career goal, the thing to fix it is to come up with a plan and then to come up with a method for sticking to it. Now, um, the plan, so let's talk about this plan. The plan doesn't have to be like a full-blown soup to nuts, very detailed plan of everything that needs to happen from here to there, right? And so outlining a plan is important because in the process of outlining your plan, you're going to see where the holes are. You're going to see the areas where you maybe need a little bit more information or a little bit more intel to move forward. That's important. It's important to know what you don't know. So the process of outlining the plan is what's going to get you to understand where those holes are, right? The other thing that you really want to have a good handle on, and you know, some, some kind of a reality check is your ability to stick to a goal, right? There are some people who can set a goal, come up with a plan and stick to it all on their own, motivated only by their internal drive. And sadly, not a lot of people fall in that bucket. Uh, most of us actually need some kind of an incentive or external push to keep going. And that's when our accountability partners help. I actually wrote about this um, on a post and so on the show notes for this episode, secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 15, I'll put a link to the other post that I wrote where I talked about the four tendencies that influence whether, you know, we stick to our goals or whether we need sort of other incentives to kind of keep us going. So anyway, um, yeah, for a lot of us, 
you know, we need some other incentive or external push to keep us going, that's when accountability partners help. So you want to join a group of people who have kind of similar goals or objectives, uh, participate in a mastermind group, you know, you know, work with a coach who uh, will not only help you with the approach that you're going to take, but could also serve as your accountability partner. Heck, recruit a friend to be your accountability partner. Basically, you want to make sure that you do everything that you can to do what you said you wanted to do. And in this case, it's making a career move. It's making, it's getting yourself unstuck. It's looking for that job. It's, it's figuring out what you want to do next in your career, whatever it is that you need to do to follow your plan, recruit a partner, recruit someone who can help you stick to your plan. That's really how you get unstuck. You come up with a plan, then you put mechanisms in place to make sure you're working the plan. See, I told you it's easy. Okay. That's a wrap for today's episode. You can find the show notes plus links to other relevant resources at secondrakes.com forward slash episode 15. While you're checking out the show notes, I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. Um, be sure to leave your comments or questions about what we talked about today or even last week. And um, so you can leave your comments um, on the show notes where the show notes are, or you can also email me, boo at secondbreaks.com. We shall continue with the series on how to get unstuck next week with reason number three, absent support. We now have a healthy backlist of episodes on the podcast, so you can check them out. You can download other episodes and subscribe to the Second Breaks podcast in iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or any of your favorite podcast listening platforms or apps. If you enjoyed what you heard, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review in iTunes. Your rating, your review, subscribing to the podcast help us really reach the people who could benefit the most from this podcast. So I'd really appreciate it. If you go to secondbreaks.com forward slash review, that link will take you to iTunes, the podcast in iTunes, and you can leave your feedback there. Thank you so, so much. I will talk to you next week. Till then, keep on making your dent, my friend. Cool beans. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. 